across the Honest Pod with Carrie Garcia and Shara House, where our hope is to create a safe space to share stories that foster healing, hope, and the honesty needed to live free and fully alive. And now for this week's episode of the Honest Pod. Hey, everybody. I Hello. actually hate the way I start. I was listening back to the Honest Pod, uh, like I've been listening to it a little bit because, you know, I want to see if we're actually doing something good. I don't always listen because it makes me, I just, it's cringy, you know, when you hear your own voice, but I've been listening to it and I'm like, gosh, I love everything we're saying. I'm literally crying at my own podcast, but I hate the way I started. I need a new way anyway. Wait, what, what's your issue? Are you just too perky? Like what's going on? I don't on? know. It just feels weird. I'm Hey everybody! It's like you, yeah, you can't help but like do the whole radio show host yeah. as you're starting the podcast, and instead of just being, like, well, I think it's better than being like, "Good morning, guys. Here it is, Friday, <laughs> seven a.m." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just so, guys, you know what? Get past the first two seconds, and you're we're off and running. Yeah, you can do the thirty second skip or like the fifteen second skip. I do that during commercials. Yeah, which exactly. we don't have. I, but we that's fine. Not. We probably should. Wouldn't it be great if we had commercials? Because that would mean that we have people wanting to sponsor us. You know, you know who we should reach out to for that is just like the small local church. Like for a small fee, we can promote your local church. <laughs> so now I feel that that's fully us in the temple where Jesus is about to flip the tables. He's Maybe. Like, or are we doing the Lord's work? Because... Why don't we just get something that no one else will promote? Like let's just get like hemorrhoid cream or something. <laughs> like. <laughs> Honest. Let's talk honestly about my hemorrhoids. <laughs> or the uh, socks with toes, toe slots. <laughs> More people need to talk about that. More people need to honestly. Let's take a. Let's take just a pivot for a second with the toe socks. Why? But also so good though. Like if we're being honest, do you love them? I ha- I think I had a pair once when I was like in high school, and I did put on sandals to walk outside with them. And it's easy because like there's a slot for you know. It's the- easy to put the sandal on. It takes a scientific endeavor to get them on each toe. Yeah, but it's like your toes individually are being hugged by a blanket, and that, my friends, is a is it's a, a different type of feeling. Mess. You think you're loved well? Put on some toe socks. I've never had my index toe sweat more than that's true <laughs> when it could go wrong quickly so since we're on the topic of feet okay, okay so we all know that i'm in and I, when i say that sentence most people just just clicked off because people are yeah. talking about their feet but this is more about my ankles really so we all know i'm in the midwest we all know that with every season comes the drama for carrie because I have like every season has an itch. every new season, yeah. And I issue. mean, it is okay. So this is my first season, my first summer season here, and it will be a year. I will have lived here a year in a couple weeks, but I am living through a summer season. And let me tell you, my ankles look like I am straight out of a plague from <laughs> Egypt, and they are covered. I counted fifteen mosquito bites on my ankle alone, 15 and the amount of itch. Well, Mario gets mad because I think it's just supposed to say scratch. I don't know. Actually, I call it itch or scratch. What is it? Yeah. If there's an itch, there's a scratch. Yeah. Wait, if there's an itch, you scratch it. Itch, you scratch it. Is that right? DJ Ali Mills. Okay. Well, I'm always like itch this. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I'm getting confused. Cause I'm like, ah, there There's is something, something different about can like you itch it, and Mario's like, no, but I can scratch it. I'm like, you know, we don't have time for your grammar correctness right now. I just need no, no, you no. to get on my back, and I need you to work it like a dog in heat, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to work my back or work my ankles like your life depends on it. No, honestly, I feel like scratch my back is like, oh, just scratch my back. Itch feels medical. You know what I mean? Like it feels a what little bit What is it again? Like- You're not supposed to scratch my back. No, you're no, supposed scratch to. feels better. It's like, yeah, scratch my back. Like, you know what I mean? But like itch my sores feels a little <laughs> more aggressive. That's what I say. So, so we are in the season of, it's like bug season. 
here in the Midwest. And I'm not, I mean, I am not okay. I scream when like literally a moth can come by me and I'm like, oh God. Yep. but it's yep. the mosquitoes are the stealth. They're the stealth bug of the, of the world because you mm -hmm. don't even know how did I get 15 bugs? Like you would, I've had 15 bugs sitting on my ankles at one time because this happened in one yeah. night and I didn't know it that it's invasive. That is invasive. I need therapy yeah. for it. And it is so, yeah. I am scratching, right? Scratching. I'm mm -hmm. scratching <laughs> to the point where my ankles, and I am not kidding. I have scabs. They are bleeding. Oof. I look like a meth addict. And I was a math addict, so I know what that looks like. <laughs> and I'm scratching the point, and I don't care. Like, Mario was like, hey, you might, literally, we were in the car driving, and I'm scratching so much. And he goes, hey, you might want to back off. And I, was, I looked at him like, don't tell me what to do. Like, I, I, like, I'm like you're transforming yeah, like, I can't, like, into a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fly off that movie where I'm like, I'm starting to get hair on my back and wings yeah, like, coming out of my get shoulders. Off me. <laughs> it's so oh. painful. I hate bugs, dude. I, I understand that they're important for like our ecosystem or something or whatever. I, I don't think they are. The I think they like, they bring disease. I think they are actually great. part of the sin nature of the world. I do not think that. I think they formed out of the hands of the devil. Come on, come on, Pastor. Like that's not right. Honestly, though, I will say for some reason, knock on all the wood, I mosquitoes don't like my blood. Like they, I never get mosquito bites. Like but you ever. live in California, but, I never got mosquito yeah, bites. Yeah, but like. People like around me will get like riddled. Like when we go to Big Bear, mosquito bites everywhere. But I will say, I feel like I have an animal magnetism for spiders. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. I literally you can't. Honestly, I had to move my- with spiders. Yeah, no. Honestly, I had to move the, my po podcast setup this morning because I was going to do it in my guest room. But there was a spider and I said it was a huge spider, but it was a small little spider and it was on the wall somewhere. And I immediately said, nope. You wouldn't have been I able said, to focus. this whole room. Yeah. I was like, can't do it. The whole so room needs here. to be decayed. We just watched uh, Monsters, Inc. last night and where the guy comes out and he has, for those of you that are moms, you're welcome for this. But the guy comes out with like the sock on his back and they literally <laughs> had to like contain him yes. and shave his entire body because of the sock. That's what you have to I do with the room. Movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 100%. I will say though, because, and Carrie was here for this, like there, it's such a real fear for me. And one time we had a freedom movement. Oh my um, gosh. Yes. Whatchamacallit. Tell it the was story. like a retreat. Yes. yes. It was a prayer was retreat. Prayer retreat. Carrie and I, it's like a three like story home and we were staying at the very bottom and there was like one light down there and it was a very dim lamp. And, and we were and fine. Were we had each other. We weren't yeah. scared. We were yeah. fine. We were like, we, we got this. Me and Shara, yeah. we got the, I mean, if the enemy coming in here, my sister, you don't guys don't even know my sister got discernment and I'll just pray that spirit right out the room. So together we are a force to be reckoned with. We were fine. Yeah, we were fine. We were fine. Okay. So the first night we're like undoing the bed and there's a spider and it like crawls away and we're not able to get it, which I was already like, well, I'm going to burn the house down. First of all, <laughs> that's the only option here. Secondly, so we ended up going to bed. We wake up the next morning, get out of the bed, and we look. And it was a huge spider. It was dead in the bed with us. So one of us rolled over it. The, it was you on your side. Bad, I'm not going to lie. It was on your yeah. side. Yeah. Listen, guys. This you, you might be like, oh, sure, that's bad. No, you just wait. So I had noticed that there's like oh, well, I'm upstairs. spiders. I'm upstairs cleaning. No, no. So this is at the end okay. of the retreat. So we spent two days right. there. But I'm this, upstairs cleaning. Yes. And then this is when you – remember, you came up to me. Yes. Yes. So two days oh, yeah, later, so everyone's cleaning. Coming. Yeah. To get, to get ready to leave. And I'm downstairs and I'm like, this is a very oddly patterned carpet, but like it was so dark <laughs> in the room all the time. Cause there was like no windows. I was like, that's just weird. I was like, this is just odd. And so I'm like packing stuff up and a spider runs across like my luggage. And I was like, I'm freaking dumb, dude. Like I'm so pissed off because that's what it brings out in me. And I don't get angry often. My, right. That my trauma won't let me. And so anyways, <laughs> I get my freaking phone. I get my freaking phone, and I turn on the flashlight. And guys, I start tracing the carpet, and I, every half inch is a dead spider. I yeah. kid you not. It was completely infested, infested with spiders. 
Yes, I took videos and I like walked up the stairs and I was like having to like calm my breathing down because we just lived in a like spider infested like room for two days. You go to Carrie. You come up. The best oh. part is I'm cleaning. Shar comes up the stairs. She comes over to me very calmly, by the way, and she looks at me and says, "I'm gonna need you to come downstairs." Yeah, and I'm like, "Okay, what's up?" And she's like, "I need you." to come downstairs. And I was like, like, hey, whoa, dude. All right. And no, it's more like, I need need you. (laughs) But it was like a little bit of anger. And then there was like a little bit of like, I was like, yeah, I'm thinking it's, you know, spiritual because I, my brain goes to what kind of devil trauma I'm trying to kick out today. So (laughs) I go downstairs and when I get downstairs, because there's people around and Char, you know, Char is not trying to cause a scene, but with me, she's like, I can be real. So I start walking. Oh, because it was one of the girl's parents' house that we were staying Oh, right. You didn't want to make her feel bad that she literally has the most disgusting house on the planet. Period. Period. And so we walk downstairs. And as I'm walking downstairs, she, the the breath is like, dude, 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 there is so (laughs) many. And it's like getting like hyper and crazy. This is is crazy, dude. We had the mother, we had the mother in our bed and she's rambling on. She's talking like she's been, you know, consumed by an actual spider. And she's like rambling on. I can't understand her. Something about mothership, something about we and we yeah. were infested. Mm-hmm. Something about she laid, she laid with the mother. I don't know. She laid uh, eggs in our brains. Yeah, like, I mean, it, was it was like a whole, a whole thing. thing. And then we go downstairs, and I'm like, it can't be that bad. Like, I get that there's spiders, but like, come on, you know, sure is dramatic when it comes to spiders. You just heard one spider 100%. in the room. The entire, you know, the entire place needs to be burned down. We yeah. go down there, and she, I got my flashlight. She has her flashlight because there's not really a light down there. It's like a little tiny light, and we start looking, and I'm like. I'm like, oh my God, we got to get out of here. And I'm like, we can't, we can't do this. We can't do this. I'm like, Shara, Shara. And then because I freak out, normally I'm like, when Shara's freaking out, I'm calm because normally we're freaking out about stuff that's spiritual. And I'm like, all right, you need to get it together. I kind of slap her in the face. Like we need to stay focused (laughs) here. You're losing it. Here we go. And I'm like, we're going to die. Like we gotta get out of here. <laughs> like grab your stuff, leave your stuff. Who cares? Run out naked. Yes, you did actually say that. Just forget <laughs> it. Leave your stuff. And I have no shame. I looked. I walked up them stairs and I looked at that girl. And I'm like, your house is disgusting, and you're gonna have to take <laughs> care of this. I'm not nice like Shara. I was like, your house is from the devil because he sent locusts, spiders, mm-hmm. plagues up in this place <laughs> to take us out. And she's like, it, it was can't be that bad. And I was and like, then she went, and then yep. she went down there. And she was like, hey, dude, I'm really sorry. She immediately called her parents and were like, you need to get a, like uh, insect person out here ASAP. That's how bad it was. the downstairs is infested with spiders. Dude, why spiders? Also, if the carpet was white and it looked like it was a pepper carpet. Yes, the carpet was white and it looked like a salt and pepper carpet. That's why I freaking took out the... Oh, See, I'm getting pissed I'm getting, off right And I'm getting the chills of just like, it's so good. I just say all of this because look, there are some bugs on this planet. Or there's some insects on this planet that I know are supposed to be here. But there are a few mosquitoes and spiders. I know spiders serve a purpose and you can tell me that all day long, but I don't want them on me and I don't want them near me and I don't want to see them. There's some like weird statistic that you're like two inches away from a spider at any given time. I don't know. I There's, hate that. I know. There's like some weird statistic. Honestly, if anyone comes up to me with the case for spiders, <laughs> immediately I'm like, this friendship won't work out. Or what are we What are we doing here? You know what I mean? I just don't even know that. Anyway, we don't need to go down. I think you should get the stat. DJ Ellie Mills, there's got to be a stat on how we are close to spiders. Also, what's the stat on what's the purpose of mosquitoes? I, I just didn't realize you came on the podcast to ruin my day because because <laughs> that's what this feels like <laughs> trying to give me a statistic there's gotta like be that. and I don't understand that like there's more spiders than there are there's gotta be humans if there's a stat I think there's a really crazy stat anyway I say okay, all there of is this. one okay what is it it says um wherever you sit a spider is probably more than a few yards away I don't know what a yard is, to be honest with you. It's like not in... <laughs> far enough away is what it's saying to you. Wow. A yard. There's 60 yards in a football field, right? Yeah, but that's not saying. Football fields are pretty large. I, no, I'm just. I don't in think my there's mind, 60 yards in a football field. I calculate this 50, because this is my nightmare. 100 yards. Well, two yards. Two yards is six feet. Okay. Well, I can. So you know that. someone six, who's like six foot tall. That's dad, yeah. Shara. Um, it's better than two or three feet away, 
listen, I'm pissed off about this whole conversation. You didn't need to throw that statistic at me at 7.25 a.m. on a Friday. Okay, the 13th. My dad. <gasps> That's why we're talking about it. It's Friday the 13th. We're talking about the plagues. <laughs> Anyway, all right. What are this we? This is a spooky episode. What are we going to talk about? That's re- this is our spooky episode. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? That's actually going to bless your heart and not actually make you want to turn this. I'm just saying you're in good company if you feel like God has never made a mistake except for when He made spiders and mosquitoes. Come on. And you know what? Yep. You know what? Even God, we give you a pass, God. Okay, everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> I know, just I know you're perfect, it. but maybe just maybe you're rethinking this. As you're I think listening. he, I think he uh, delegated that job. You know, yeah, I think it, he delegated I think it that came to with the fall else. of the demons. I'm just saying, he like all the demons fell, and he's like, and you can take the spiders with you. <laughs> take them down there. <laughs> I don't know. This is getting borderline heretical, but at the <laughs> at some level, it may be true. You're going to ask God questions when you get to heaven. I'm going to ask God questions. We have many questions. One of them will be, so spiders. Let's talk about it. Also, I will just say really quick, I've been thinking a lot about it and going back to mosquitoes, they form an important source of biomass in the food chain, um, serving as food for fish and larvae and as for birds, bats, (laughs) frogs, and adult flies. And some species are important pollinators. Sorry, guys. Allison just put that in the group chat and I felt like it was important for we started our day with a little knowledge. (laughs) From the same girl that's like, I don't know, a football field 60 yards, right? No, yeah, no it is. No, there's a hundred yards in a football nope. field because it goes to Look 50. It, up, it goes to 50. 50 yards nope. is halfway. 60. No, I don't 60 think yards. Right. I stand by it. Also, go, go sports. <laughs> no, it's a hundred yards. Dang it. Yes, see, thank Almost you. Almost on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> I was so confident. I'm not her. good at math, but I'm like pretty sure my son plays football. But also I wasn't actually that confident. <laughs> like I said it, like pretty sure I'm right. But no. guys, here's the thing. I study the Bible, okay? I know half of you are listening like, man, these girls are not smart. <laughs> but we're smart where it matters. And this is where we're smart. Exactly. With Jesus, your trauma. Mm-hmm. And why spiders should never exist. Yeah. And do we know what a yard is? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. And do we know how many of those fit in a football field? No. Well, I do now. And I okay, did yeah. before. I was we all learned something. That's right. We all we know that. Things. And now we know what mosquitoes are for. I know. Actually, they are an important biomass in the food chain. <laughs> they carry such bad diseases that it just drives me crazy. Here's what I want to talk about today. <laughs> anyway. Okay. 16 minutes in. Yeah, I know. Sorry. So... The thing is what I, so we all know, okay, for those of you that don't know, for the U11 listeners out there that have given me much love and much support, I hit my 20 year sobriety. I know it's a big deal. I got my coin. It was a big deal. I've been really ramping and chatting about it because it's a really big deal for me. And it comes with a lot of story, a lot of story around why, actually why I never felt like I could go to even like a celebrate recovery or be a part of those things. I mean, I literally detoxed in my parents' home, um, on my own. And so there's just kind of a lot around the fact that this coin was bought for me. It was bought for me by my pastor, by my, um, my church staff and celebrated. And they did this whole ceremony for me. And it was really, really beautiful and really healing to my story. That is actually coming off of this 20 year coin is coming off of a really crazy week. And Shar, you don't even know about this, um, but a really crazy week of me going and doing some, I, I went away and did some deep story work with some, uh, with some professionals. Um, Cause I'm always like, you know what I need, I, I want to dive deeper in my story. I want to continue healing. And so I went into um, this organization and I spent two full days there and just did some really deep spiritual work. It was more instead of doing like the deep um, where I do like grief story work and diving into the particularities of my story. This was more like really deep spiritual work and just like naming some of the places where the, like the enemy had had a hold and just having discerners and prayer and really um, going into some of the, the places in my story that needed healing with the touch of God. I always want that, but this is, was very specific to this. And I am here to tell you, and, and we, I won't get into all of it, but something that I felt 
on this side of heaven that I would never have freedom in. Never. And I was kind of resigned to it and I was kind of okay with it. It had a lot to do around my mom. Um, and it had a lot to do with, um, my mental health and, um, in a particular area. And I just thought, man, I will, I'll just never probably be free of this on this side of heaven. But when I get to heaven, I will be free of it. And I kind of was okay with it. Um, but when I went into this, uh, this story work, um, spiritual direction story work, I, was blown away by what God did in that room. Mm. I was just floored. I couldn't believe that things that were coming up for me, um, never like, first of all, that anyone in the room would have never have known that. I mean, this is like deep, deep, like a deep thing, like going back to a very small child and really going back to places of connection with my mom and um like restored nurturing restored healing um my mom is you know you guys all know that my mom committed suicide and so that's not something that we can actually repair physically cuz she's not here um yeah. and so and it's and her not being able to nurture me and be really a mom that i needed clearly was part of the brokenness of my story and I had forgiven her. I have loved her. I actually am freed from the, you know, from the fact that she wasn't able to mother me. But I had always reconciled, like, I will, I'm never going to have like a restored relationship with her because she's not here. Like, we're never going to be like tight, good, close because mm -hmm. um, she's not here. And I'm going to tell you guys, and I know this sounds crazy, but this weight that I carry around that, that I have carried for 20 years or so is gone. Like it is mm. freed in the name of Jesus. It was particular. It was specific. It was two days of very intense visions and prayers and God's word to me, stuff that I wrote down. I mean, and people were in the room with me and they wrote words down and they all correlated. It was wild. Mm. Had I had not done the work that I've been doing for the past 20 years, I, I don't think that that I could have even gone there. Like, I don't even think I could have even known where to, where to go would yeah. have been much more, um, above, like above the surface kind of stuff. I and mean, this, what I'm talking about right now is deep, 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 core, core, core healing. And it was powerful. It was freedom and it was wild. So this begs the question that I think many of us sit in, why does freedom take so long and, or will full freedom, is full freedom available to us on this side of heaven? Now, let me caveat this with saying, I've not arrived. Okay. Like yeah. there is still freedom for me. There's still freedom that God wants to do. And I don't believe that on this side of heaven, I will be, you know, completely sinless and have nothing that I am, that God is wanting to work on me. But there are... <sighs> but I'm getting close friends to some places mm. and some healing, um, that, that I have never even dreamed possible. And so I want to read a scripture and then I want to have a little discussion with you, Shara, around this idea of it. Why does freedom take so long? What does that say about us? And what does mm -hmm. that, what does that say about God? Actually, before I read the scripture, I want to hear from you, Shara, as I'm kind of talking and like what's going through your brain. Cause I always yeah. love kind of hearing like, okay, cause your wheels, I love how your wheels turn. I love the perspective that you bring to things. It's so much different than mine. Um, so I'd mm -hmm. love to hear like, as I'm talking and stuff, like what's coming up for you around, around what I'm saying and around kind of that question. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to why it takes freedoms, takes us so long um, to be free, I think when I can look back in my own story, I think when you grow up in something or if, you, if you've only known something, like what does freedom even look like? You know what I right. mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, what truly are you wanting in freedom? Because you're like, this is just, this is my life. This is what I've always known. These are the struggles I've always had. Like, it's not, everyone has their own thing. So I don't think I ever realized what freedom could look like mm -hmm. and why I would need it in the first place because I was so set in my ways mm. to where it was just like, I, this is not something I need freedom from. This is just who I am. This is, this is who I am. You know what so I mean? So for you, you didn't even have, cause for me, I mean, I'm talking like, you know, at 27, I mean, early on, I see, I'm, I'm going to, I actually have to go back because 
I always knew because my life was so viscerally crazy, like it's not supposed to be this way. Like I kind of always knew that. I think even as a little girl looking at my mom and my parents, I'm like, you guys, you guys are messed up. Like it's not supposed to be this way. Um, I don't know if I would equate, like I wanted freedom. I just was like, it's not supposed to be this way. And when I was little, I didn't want to feel the pain of the brokenness. So I just numbed out. Mm -hmm. But at 27, I was like, you know, I'm going to end my life uh, if I don't get better. And there's kind of this, like, it's not supposed to be this way. Mm -hmm. And when I turned the car around and I got in therapy and I started really like diving into my story, I was like, okay, maybe there's freedom. I don't even know though where God's going to, like, I don't even know what that's going to be. Is that kind of what you mean? Yeah. So I feel like I didn't understand until I started reluctant, reluctantly getting help. And I was like, okay, well, I could see where this would help. But I think I knew just such like, like such dysfunction at such a young Mm. age that dysfunction was the only thing that I knew. And I thought that's how everyone lived. So I had no frame of reference for any other quality of life outside of that. You know what I mean? But obviously I had my moments, like we've talked about, like after my breakup and stuff like that, where I knew, okay, this is not how I'm supposed to live my life. Like those jarring moments Mm -hmm. where you're like, there's this big thing that's like, I need to get freedom from this. But I mean, like the other things in my life, when it comes to just the trauma that I've accumulated over the years of living, I just didn't know there was a, another side. I thought this was just life. And this is, you just, you have horrible things that happen. You just truck on. You just you know deal with mean? it. So that brings yeah. me to the point. So there was a moment when we were in Europe, you know, this moment and you mm-hmm. had like a, you had an actual breakdown where yeah. you like blacked out and I'm with there with you. And I mean, I remember going into the bathroom while you were kind of like laying on the bed and, you know, I, I had calmed you down. Um, Mm -hmm. and I remember thinking, standing in the bathroom, like, okay, my sister, my sister really needs help here. Like, this is like, I had to like turn on a different, we were like on vacation, you know, I like, do you remember my reaction? My reaction was like, I'm fine. You're crazy, Carrie. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Like I'm good. And like the stuff coming out of your mouth was so irrational that I'm like, Oh, like, you're, you're actually out of your mind and you're having to open the windows and put your head out the window because you're having a a panic attack. Yeah. And you don't even know, like we got in a fight in front of the Vatican, not really a fight, but kind of, but you were Mm -hmm. looking at me like I was crazy. Like, I'm like, Hey, you're freaking out. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you being such a annoyance to me, you know, like, and I'm like, what's going on here? And then that, you know, proceeded into that breakdown. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was like, Hey, when we get home, like, I think we need to do some work here. So what I hear you saying is like, you had no frame of reference that freedom was even an option because you didn't even know you weren't free. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my, my take on it right? and why it takes people so long because it took me so long. Cause if I, I'm one of those people that I'm like, okay, if I see there's a problem, I'm going to go after it. But I legitimately didn't know there was an issue. And I think for you, you, I think have a gift of knowing, and it's crazy that you had it so young that even though this is all you've seen, you know, something's not right. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think, think if that's we were that's just stayed with you, if we were to press a little bit, maybe you couldn't put into words, but some of what you've shared with me about your story, especially when you were eight years old and on the balcony, mm-hmm. um, your body knew this, yes. this isn't right. Like your body oh, yeah. knew, but you were so programmed to shut down. Well, okay. So then this brings up the question, well, why does it take? So, so we got back, you started diving into your story and, mm-hmm. and it began the road. How old were you when you were 21? 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were 21 when that began and you are 29, 28. Yeah. How old are you? 28. I turn 29 next week. Yeah. 29. Yay. Happy birthday. Um, <laughs> 29. So here you are. And I would say probably like you have started to step into a lot more puzzle pieces coming together this last year. I mean, you've yes. been doing like puzzle pieces, puzzle, you know, all the work. I'm not saying, yeah. but from 21 to 28, has mm-hmm. been a journey. That moment at 21, you started doing the work and a lot of stuff started happening. And this is where yeah. we find people. And this is what I want to address right now because people go, okay, I realize there's something wrong. I realize I need to turn the car around. I realize, oh, I just had a breakdown in Europe. And mom was like, that's adorable that you think there's nothing wrong with you. You're a mess and you need to go mm-hmm. sit in your story. And you were like, oh, 
okay. Yeah. And, and so then you started this journey. Well, that was, you know, so many years ago and for mine, it was 20 years ago. And that brings up the question around the frustration that we have. Did you, why, why is freedom taking so long? If God is a good God, if God is like, I am for you, turn the car around, you know, dive into your story. Why do you think Shara and, and, or maybe not, why do you think God, but were you ever frustrated in your story going, why is this freaking taking so long? And why do I have to keep diving into this? Why was that ever a question where you just like, keep going? It's going to be. Oh yeah. I was always like, why is there a landing spot here? Like, are we going to have like an arrival moment where it's like, okay, you have now completed all your trauma therapy sessions and you thank are you for coming. From- Here's the certificate. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'm like, is that ever going to happen? And I think, I think I struggled with that more so in the last like two or three years, mm-hmm. just because I did do a lot of work when I was 21 and I was like, heck yeah, like I'm, I'm chasing after this. I feel like I've gotten a lot of healing. Mm-hmm. Then a whole new slew of like issues or trauma came through in the last mm-hmm. four years, I guess I would say. Yeah. Um, and I was like, are we really doing this again? Mm-hmm. Like, is this a constant, like for the rest of my life, I'm going to be wrestling with my trauma mm-hmm. and, or is there going to be a moment where I'm like, freedom has finally arrived now being where I am now, I'm like, okay, yes, I've experienced so much freedom, but ultimately do I know that that's going to continue to happen if I pursue it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think there's levels, right? So like you, you've had a lot of big T trauma in your life and so have I. And so that, I think there's layers, um, that God is wanting to go in. Like he started with the layer at 21 and that was just like naming the fact like, oh, (laughs) I, yeah. Oh, things hurt me when I was little. I knew oh, they something's hurt me. not right something, here. Yeah. Right, right. And then that proceeded into next layer, deeper, 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 deeper. And then we went into really deep waters about four years ago because you dating the guy that you used to date really was a map or a data to show us this part of your heart is still not yeah. healed because you yeah. picked someone that was very predatorial and dangerous. Yeah. And I think, and maybe you could agree with this. I think if this was all, I dealt with everything in one year, I don't think I could mentally survive that. Like all of the trauma, I think God's really good in Mm -hmm. letting things come out over a period of time to be kind to our hearts. Because if we dealt with everything in like one fell swoop, I think it would just, we just wouldn't be able to handle it. Right. So So I actually find that it's kindness that it was like spread over eight years because my 21 year old self could not handle what my 25 year old self could in that moment, you know, profound and actually is the best segue to this scripture. You don't even know the scripture I'm going to read, but I truly believe that God just led those words right there because I want you guys to hear what Shara just said. And then also what the scripture says, this is in Exodus 23 verse 27. And this is God speaking to the Israelites. And I want you guys to think about this through the grid of your story and your freedom, knowing that Shara and I both sit here working on our freedom and yet also 20 years, um, of working on it. Uh, yeah, I'm still not free, but there's a different level of settledness in my freedom for sure. Um, but God's not done with me and I'm so thankful. Uh, but it takes time and here's why it says in verse 27, I will send my terror upon the people whose lands you invade and they will panic because before you, I will send hornets ahead of you. Oh, they bringing up the bugs. Okay. Oh, I will send hornets ahead of you to drive out the Hittites, the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Hittites. But 20, uh, 29 says this, but listen to this, but I will not do all of this in one year because the land would become a wilderness and the wild animals would become too many for you to control. You see, I will drive them out little by little time, um, time after time until your population has increased enough so that you can fill the land. Man, I was, Mm. I got this scripture after I was, after this 20 years and I'm like sitting there, why does freedom take so long? And I think that this is truly because of a character issue that freedom 
that freedom is given all at once. You won't know how to handle it and your character can't hold the weight of freedom. Think about it like Mm -hmm. this. If a teenager, a 15 year old uh, starts wanting to have a little bit of freedom and so you go, okay, you can stay out a little later or you need to text me. But if we were to give all freedom at, uh, at one time to that 15 year old, they actually would not be able to stand under the weight of that kind of responsibility with freedom because they would take advantage of it. They're not mature enough. Their heart is not ready to take in all of the freedom that is given to them at 15 years old. They're just not ready for that. And in fact, it would be bad parenting on my part to let Ryder, my now 16 year old, have all the freedom that is going to be for him when he's an adult because he that he needs guardrails his his heart is not mature enough when we look at the fruit of the spirit and and another version says all the land that I want to, that you are inherited, that you are to be given. When we look at the fruit of the spirit, that it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, that we are going to be inherited this on this side of heaven. But God doesn't just give this to us. This is comes through the building of our character. So when he looks at our story and we go, well, why does freedom take so long? What does this say about God? And what does this say about us? What it says about God is he knows you better than you. And he knows knows that if he were to give you freedom all at one time, that the, the, the land that he gives you, the freedom that he gives you, it will actually overtake you. The Bible says here, the wilderness will be too vast for you and the animals will overtake you, that you won't have the maturity to hold the kind of freedom that I have for you. So it is my love that lets you go step by step. But he promises this, I will send before you the fear of my presence uh, to your enemies. I, I will protect you with the hornets. I will make sure that you are covered. So every step of the way, when it is hard, when it is brutal, every step of the way, I will be actually guiding you towards the promised land. And step by step, you will be taking land. You will be taking your provision. You'll be taking the, the gift that I have given you, this inheritance, step by step. So if you think back through your story, Shar, and I think back through mine, in the Mm -hmm. midst of it, I'm like, where are you, God? Like, this is so hard, right? Yeah. And I look back, though, and I go, oh, he's been leading me towards layer by layer, step by step Mm -hmm. of more freedom as my heart became more mature, the character Mm -hmm. was growing, my dependence on him was growing, and thus more and more freedom is happening. And I'm actually seeing the outcomes of that freedom in my life. Like Devin, for you, your fiance, soon-to-be husband, is one of the outcomes of yeah. all of those places that God has been with you as he's provided mm-hmm. for you, he's one of the outcomes. One of the outcomes for me is a settled mind. One of the outcomes for me is really this place with my mom of repair in our relationship, even when she's not present to bring yeah. about, but I wouldn't have been ready for that. I wouldn't have been mm-hmm. ready to actually go there and see that all those years when I was in rooms that were about to overtake me, when I was in dark, dark places where I could have had so much harm come to me, it was actually her prayers sending the presence of the Holy Spirit into those rooms to usher mm. me out and protect me. That all of those years that I thought she was against me and envied me, and although she struggled with her own stuff, the only thing that she could do in her brokenness was pray for me. And today her prayers are still being lived out. I couldn't have received that kind of freedom in our relationship 10 years ago, 20 years ago, no way, because I was too caught up in my own story. So, so yeah, as I'm saying that, Shara, what, what, what's kind of resonating with you? I'm curious where your mind's going as you hear this scripture and what he's saying, I will not do this in one year. Like it won't be good for you, but little by little, as you are ready, I will give you more and more. Yeah. I think now that makes so much sense to me. And I've actually learned to enjoy the process of it all. I think I've landed at the point after eight years where I'm like, there's no way I could fast forward forward this, nor would I want to, because I would not want to jump into any sort of healing that I feel like I'm not ready for. Mm-hmm. And the best way to go about that is trusting that God's just got you every step and just don't get caught up on the, the end goal. Cause that was something for me. I that I was like, okay, so is there an end? Am I going to be fully healed at some point? And at mm-hmm. this, and now where what's I your am, answer? I'm like, what? I'm like, it doesn't matter. I like, mm. obviously I don't think there is an end goal, but I feel like there's been so much, um, uh, I don't know how to say it. There's 
there's been so many realizations along the way, either about myself or my, my trauma, but also my healing where I'm like, this is like a beautiful process if you let it be. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't want, I don't know if I would want that to end. So, so let me ask you this, and this is to all of you listening as well. If I knew in that moment at 27 years old, when I turned the car around, I had relapsed, everything was gone. And I was like, all right, I'm going to dive into this. And, and I knew that the kind of freedom I'm experiencing right now was not going to come for 20 years. And yours, even the, you know, the parts of freedom that you've experienced wasn't even going to come for eight years and it was going to be a long and arduous task. Would you still do it? Mm, That's a good question. Well, honestly, in the moment, I'd probably be like, no, if this is going to take, you know, upwards of 10 years, Mm -hmm. I, I I don't want to do it then. Mm -hmm. If I'm being honest. Yeah. But then, then you know where you are right now. And if you also know what your life looks like now, and God gave you like a snapshot and said, this is what your life is going to look like in 10 years from now, but it's going to take all of this, but your life is going to look like this. Then would you do it? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Every, for me, knowing the kind of freedom that I have right now, I mean, if God were to say it's going to take 20 years, but didn't show me the end, I'd be like, dude. I'm, yeah, I don't. I, honestly, I didn't trust him enough. Well, that's what I was about to say. I'm like, I would be like, I don't believe it. I have no Give reference. Me Ten years. Yeah. I'm like, yep. I'm gonna. Go I have no reference for things. what that looks yeah, like. Yeah, I'm gonna go through hard things. I'm gonna have to name all this hard stuff, and I don't know what the outcome's gonna be. I didn't trust God enough to even know that, but I trust. I, I trusted him enough, like the the little flicker, that maybe just maybe, what he says in his word, that the truth sets me free. And that God has a plan for my life, a plan to prosper me and not to hinder me. That those things could be true. And it, and something in me was like, it's worth trying because mm-hmm. the alternate has been hell. Yeah. And, and so I just want to encourage you that if you knew, if I'm telling you now, maybe you're knee deep in this right now and you're like, you just turned the car around. You just stepped into rehab. You just, you know, maybe you just got out of it. Maybe your life looks fine. You have the white picket fence. You have the husband and the children. You have a good job. You have good money. And you're just unsettled in your spirit. And like, you're wrestling out, like, what does it mean to have a freed story? And you're scared. I want to let you know, Shara and I were both terrified. Yeah. And we were terrified a lot of the time. It wasn't like we were terrified Mm -hmm. at the beginning and then it was just easy breezy with Jesus. It was, it took tenacity. It took uh, a willingness to be honest. It took humility. It took uh, just courage in the face of tremendous fear. It took one day at a time continually saying yes. And then other days where we didn't want to say yes, we felt God pursuing us through the wildest Mm -hmm. of ways, through TV shows and friendships Mm -hmm. and words on a screen. And even for me, one time, Tony Robbins and like, you know, just, it was like God constantly pursuing us, proving over and over and over again that he is trustworthy. And here's what I'll say. I know that I have not arrived and I don't want to have arrived because what has happened now is over the past 20 years, as I have pursued freedom and God has pursued me and he has proven and shown himself trustworthy and that he gives good things to those he loves and he honors obedient hearts and he gives to those that surrender their stories to him. And as he has pruned and and played and shaped and it's been painful, the clays of our story, like the jar of our story, and he is developing and shaping, I'm looking back and I'm going, had I had known 20 years ago what I feel today I would have absolutely turned that car around and been like, let's go because this feels so much better than the hell I lived in and the hell that I sat in and wanted to end my life because of. And today, although I've not arrived, freedom is tasting so good. And here's what I want to say is that what this says about God is he knows where your heart lies and what your heart can handle. And because he is good, He will not give you more than you can handle. Now we say that in the scripture of like our life experience. I think we give it in the scripture of understanding freedom. 
that God is going, I'm going to give as your heart heals. And as it heals, you're going to get a little bit more and a little bit more, not because I want to withhold or I'm a scarcity God, but because as your character grows, you can handle the weight of freedom because there is a bearing of freedom. Because as our eyes open, we are seeing more and more of a very dark world and we see more and more of a very dark story and more and more of how much we need Jesus and, and how much we can trust him. And so what this says about us is that we are so in need. We are so yeah. in need and God sends before us protection. So as our needs are getting met, we are learning what it means to trust him. And it's not lost on me that he sends hornets to protect us. So maybe that scripture was just for us to know that <laughs> there is a purpose for bugs on the planet um, to oh, bring Lord. it full circle. But I just want you to know that for many of you, you know, Shar and I can sit here and banter back and forth. And, and I know many of you might have questions around this. Um, but since our time is short, I, I just want to answer a question that might be sitting in your mind. Is freedom coming? And the answer is yes. yes. Without a shadow of a doubt, what God says in scripture is not just true for Shara. It's not just true for me. It's not just true for DJ Ali Mills. It's true for you. But it does take courage. It does mm. take tenacity. It does take going like, uh-uh, I want more. There's more yeah. for me because God says there's more for me. I want the abundant life and I'm going to continue pursuing it. And God says, as you continue wanting more, I will lavish upon you all that I have, all of your inheritance, all the fruits of the spirit. But freedom is not going to come in one year because it would not be good for you. It would yeah. actually overwhelm you and you wouldn't know, you wouldn't have the character to handle what God wants to bestow upon you. So as yeah. much as I could say, trust God, trust him with one step, just one mm. step. And he will prove himself trustworthy. Any last thoughts here, Shara, or anything that's coming up no. for you or a question? I feel or like that was a beautiful way of ending that. Good. Well, I'm, I, always, I echo all of that. I always love, because Shara is always like bringing the questions of a lot of times how you guys feel. But I think for both of us in this we have been walking this and doesn't make us any better than you. It doesn't make us uh, more holy than you, but sometimes it's nice to hear from someone that is one step ahead and that has experienced freedom. And we are both sitting here saying we've experienced freedom and we need more freedom. Yep. And I think that's just a beautiful place to be in. What it has done is we're able to say, yeah, it was really crazy and really hard and it's still crazy and it's still hard. But what is different about me from 20 years ago, what's different about Shara from eight years ago is we can actually say God has been with us and he's trustworthy. And I can just yeah. trust him. Even when I'm wrestling and kicking and stomping and digging into the ground and ignoring and stuffing and I, I don't want to do this anymore. And God patiently hmm. comes towards us and says, I have more for you. I just have more mm. for you. So friends, I just want to say um, freedom takes a long time because God is good and he cares about you and he's building up dependence and trust because the ultimate goal for God is for you to know that whatever valley you're in, he is with you and his rod will guide you. His staff will guide you and his rod, the rod actually keeps the enemy at bay. And this is what he promises in Psalms 23. I will guide you and I will protect you. And, uh, and that's what he's doing. So I pray that you would not fear freedom, that you would take one step at a time, get honest about what you need and want for more, want yeah. for more. And he will see you through. We love you guys so much. Hey, a couple of things just to remember that we have our own the light tour. That's Shara. It's like in a few weeks. I was about to say it was, I was looking at the dates last night, actually. I'm I like, know. it's in less than a month. It's crazy. So don't worry, Shara, a script is coming your way. <laughs> Shara is actually going to be on stage. You're going to get to meet her. You will get to meet the Honest Pod crew. DJ Ali Mills will be there. I will be there. Yeah, baby. Uh, Shara will be there. Tony Collier will be there, who is an amazing pastor and friend. Tanya Godsey, who actually does the music on this pod. We are having like a full Honest Pod. Like, yeah. Like, it's like a reunion. It's like a reunion tour 
It's a tour yeah. for Jesus and a tour for the honest pod. I'm just saying. Come so on, if you're into go. the honest pod, you're going to get to meet everyone that ever shows up on here. As far as like the main crew, we are going to be talking about God and how much he loves you. But here, this tour is for you, but it is for all those women in your life who are struggling bring them. It's buy one ticket, get one free. The ticket's 40 bucks, which means 20 bucks for you and 20 bucks for your friend to introduce them to Jesus. And we're going to be just like we are here on the honest pod. We're going to get honest. We're going to get real, like really real with our stories. There's no weird stuff. There is no masks. I mean, like, you know, I mean like no, what's the word? Like, I'm not talking no, about like real. masking your face, yeah. like masking. Wait, no, no fakeness, like right? masking. Yeah, there we go. <sighs> can't even use that word anymore, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, you get to come in just as you are and you get to bring your friends, the people in your life into a safe environment where they can hear about Jesus. So my question to you, to the faithful mighty 11, who is that one person in your life that God would put on your heart to bring? Is it your barista? Is it your neighbor? Is it your sister? Is it your friend? Is it your daughter? Is it your mom? Who is it in your life that God is saying, bring, bring them. And they're going to hear from honest women about an honest God who loves them right where they are so that they can start experiencing the freedom that you want and the freedom that their hearts desire, just like we were talking about today. So you can go to ownthelighttour.com to get your tickets. We have, it's a nationwide nine month nationwide tour with stops all over, a lot of them in the Midwest. We have some on the West Coast um, and it looks like we're going to have a couple on the East Coast. We are always taking on new na uh, new churches, so you want to keep checking checking back um, because we're filling that tour, and we are just so excited. So we hope that you would be a part of it. We would love to meet you. I know Shara would love to meet you, yep. hug you, say hi to you. DJ Allie Mills loves all of the attention, so just make a really big deal <laughs> about it. Call her DJ Allie Mills. It's the best. If you can make a T-shirt with her face on it, would that be ideal for her? Yes. yes. <laughs> we're here for dj ali mills the honest pod we, yep. uh, we would love to have you so uh, make sure you get your tickets and we can't wait to see you on the road soon one last thing we would love it if you shared and reviewed um and subscribed to this podcast it actually really helps us out we know that there's about 11 listeners out there but wouldn't it be fun to have 12 so go <laughs> ahead and share this podcast please and your stories on your on your social media platforms it does way more than you know. It also introduces the people in your life to a really honest place where they can wrestle out their faith. And uh, it helps get the word out there of how amazing our God is in the honest places of our story. We'll see you next week, friends. We are so thankful for the talented Tanya Godsey offering her amazing music with us. You can find Tanya on Spotify and other streaming platforms. And hey, we would love to answer any questions you may have for us right here on the show. So you can send us those questions to hello at thehonestpodcast.com. And as always, thank you for letting us share about the not so easy stories that make us and entering into the honesty and courage it takes to love who you were created to be. So until the next time, friends, may God's love and kindness be an offering to your heart, both now and always. Oh.